Good morning, listeners. This is Sonia Green with the and Coach's Cup podcast. And yeah. Sorry. And Jennifer Finney. <laughs> yeah. This morning, <laughs> we have a new face and a new voice on the Coach's Cup. Um, Judith is out right now. She has uh, a family um, emergency that she's taken care of. And so my dear friend and long-term coaching client, Jennifer Finney, is filling in today. So Hello, everybody. Yeah. Do you want to tell do you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself, Jennifer? Sure. I'm Jennifer. I live in Texas and I have a wonderful husband who is a paramedic and he's at work today. My two kids are 10 and 9. <laughs> and uh let's see. I think that's about it. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's good. Okay. All right. Um, we were joking earlier before we started that her y'all is authentic. And I said, you know, we only have Southern women on the, on this podcast. I don't know what it is, but um, <laughs> we represent Tennessee and North Carolina and now Texas. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So today um, we, Jennifer and I were talking, you know, uh, Judith and I always pregame before the, the podcast. And as Jennifer and I were talking today, we were talking about how we're coming up on um, the one year anniversary of dealing with COVID and how COVID has kind of taken over all of our lives in the last year. And so we decided to talk about today's topic of resilience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, coaching is usually very forward looking, but today we want to take a step back and look at the resilience that we have all developed over the last year. Yeah, I think it's super important to really think about where we were this time last year. Life was just trucking along going, you know, 90 to nothing for most of us. And then all of a sudden we were stopped. And I was telling Sonia, so she, she kind of recapped my year. I finished, <laughs> I finished grad school in the middle of the pandemic. I finished grad school. Uh, what else did you say? I got a promotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband changed jobs. I got him. I managed to take control of our budget <laughs> for the first time. Um, and I'm a Gen Xer. So that means I'm old. I have, and, and anyways, um, but this year has just been crazy and, and getting through it last year, this time last year was, was, we were looking forward to, I was, I was in the middle of grad school and, and getting ready to, you know, working hard on a project. It was one of my, close to my last semester. And, um, I was telling her I was grocery shopping when I got the text that said school is closed. Um, online, online classes, everything's closed from now till we get back to you at least the next two weeks. And I think that's probably similar to what happened with uh, Sonia. Yeah. It, you know, I, I don't even remember. I don't have that moment like you're talking about where you got the text. It's like there was, I remember things that I was doing before COVID because I had just spent the weekend. Um, my best friend from college and I had just spent the weekend together. Um, and we had gone to the mall and we'd gone out to eat. And, um, and it seems like just the very next week, I started hearing this buzz about, you know, school. 
And we in Nashville, we had uh, a tornado on March 3rd. And so there's that defining moment. And then somehow COVID just kind of crept in right after that. And so every, in fact, one of my memories that I will, I try not to regret, but one of my students who is graduating, he sees me as we're going across campus and he says, um, he says, Dr. Green, I, I, I may not see you again. And I was like, oh, you'll see me again. Don't worry about it. We'll see each other. And I haven't seen him since then. You know, he, he went on to graduate school and, you know, so I never got to say a proper goodbye because even though we knew COVID was coming, we didn't, I didn't think that a year later we would still be doing this. No. And, and that's what a lot of people have walked through, not getting to say a proper goodbye. Yeah. Right. And so a real proper goodbye. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I graduated and I have yet to walk across the stage. I've got my cap and gown and they're hanging in my closet and that's pretty much it, you know? Um, but we've managed somehow to just keep moving forward. We are so resilient. Our kids are resilient. Mm -hmm. We've all adapted and just take the next step. And I think that's really what we were looking at talking about today in terms of being resilient. And we can probably find evidence of resilience throughout our lives where Mm -hmm. we just keep moving forward, taking that Um, next step, taking that next step. I know you guys don't talk about the Enneagram that much, but I know I'm an, I'm a, what is it? I'm a six wing seven. And basically what that means is my six self worries a lot. And as a planner in terms of, I plan for the worst case scenario, that's always in my head. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I have a problem. I have a tendency to, to, to dwell on that. Yeah. And I don't like to take next steps unless I know all the things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then my seven side, my wing seven is, so a seven is more open and free. Right. And they're willing to do new things and they want to try new things. And they're kind of random and And I think that my sixness will pull in my seven. That's how I take those steps forward Mm -hmm. because I can tap into that part of my personality and take that next step and just move forward and go, you know what, let's, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what happens. We're just going to move forward. Well, and I think a lot of us, I, and I don't, I'm not big on, I don't know my Enneagram number. My students are all into it, but I don't, I, I've not taken the time to figure it out. But I do know that um, I have always had a tendency to catastrophize. And that early on, you know, when you start thinking about, oh, well, we're all on lockdown. And I remember going to the grocery store in a mask and gloves and thinking, you know, is this going to be the day that I get COVID? Well, we and didn't know, right? I did the same thing. We didn't did you go know. home and we came home and bleached off all the surfaces of all of our clothes, all of our groceries. I remember doing that. Yeah. And, and I think somewhere along the way, I, I had to say to myself, you know, we can still have the proper precautions and, and we still do. I mean, we all keep hand sanitizer in our cars now that we didn't before and lots of things, but I don't constantly think about, am I one step away from death? 
because <laughs> that's, yeah. that's part of our resilience. We, we start to learn to, to distance ourselves from catastrophizing because that's right. not a healthy state to be in. No, not and, at all. And you just have to, I mean, with me, I feel it coming. I start imagining all the things, like you said, I've got to prepare for worst case scenario. And I just say, no, Sonia, we are not going there. That's not useful. Yeah. Right. Just, and I think that's where learning to self-coach is so valuable. And yes. just that's where the, the value of coaching comes in. Yeah. Right? You have helped me get through many of many things this year, just and, and taking next steps and seeing myself differently, showing, helping me see things in myself that I didn't see for myself. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's where that value of coaching is so beneficial. Like I can't, I don't know if I would have gotten through this year without. <laughs> of course you would have. Some I way. Gotten through it, yes. <laughs> but would I have taken the steps what I've done? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. But I do think it's it's so valuable. Yeah, one of um, one of the reasons that coaches, I mean, even coaches get coached because we sometimes can't see what's right up close. Right. You know, we can't see the forest for the trees, so to speak. Right. And that's and what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that's what happens in our own thoughts. Right. It all just blows up and we can't see that we're blowing it up. Right. And I think that's one of the things that you helped me the most with was how to balance it. Right. And not feel guilty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or taking the steps that I was taking or the choices that I was making for me and my family. Because one of the things we talked about was the fact that we all had to sort of our, like our work life and our home life. And even school life, like for our kids, everything suddenly <laughs> went into one space. Yeah. And we had to figure out out how are we going to make this work? And so, you know, for me, it was creating, literally creating an office space in my house. I don't have an extra room. Mm -hmm. This is <laughs> where I am. This is where I work. And if you can't see it, I know you're listening to the podcast. What we did was create a space in like what used to be the breakfast nook, <laughs> right? And that's what we did. And that's just one more step, right? It's let's yeah. figure this out. And that's kind of how I feel like this whole year has been. Let's figure this out. Right. Well, yeah. When you, when you said that, I was thinking, you know, a year ago, your office space looked very different yeah. because a year ago you had a job you went to and that was just your study space at home. Right. And when COVID hit, you all had to pivot and actually, I mean, I don't think anybody looking at it now wouldn't realize that that, that, that hasn't always been an office. Right. It's literally the breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, the other side of, on the other side of me is like the stove. Right. So, but it's, it's, it's fine and it works out and it's, it's what we had to do. And it, my husband is a genius and knows how to do stuff. So, you know, it's not perfect, but it works. Yeah. And so, um, but I think everybody probably has stories like that, you yeah. know, and I'm sure ever a lot of your listeners could tell how they've, they, if they really think about it, they can look back over their lives and see how they've figured out how to balance. And, um, and, and when I say balance, I don't mean 50, 50, right. Mm -mm. But I think, I think 50, 50 balance is on. It's not really possible. Right. Yeah. Some things have to give. Right. 
So yeah. we just, <laughs> you know, some things get more weight than others. And, and I think that's one of the things that you helped me realize was that it's okay. It's yeah. okay to not have it 50, 50. Well, and you know, people talk about balance, but yet when what they really want in their lives is to feel good all the time, to be happy all the time, to feel like they're making progress all the time. And that's not balance. Mm -hmm. You know, balance is when things are good, we're going with it, we're moving along. But when something like COVID hits, then we figure out how to cope with that mm -hmm. because we're never going to be always happy. We're never going to be always, like you said, you know, balance is an illusion, but that doesn't mean we, we stop trying. We're always trying to keep, keep the sense of, of everything being okay. Knowing that all the feelings are going to come. Yeah. Fear is going to come. Um, <laughs> anxiety, <laughs> anxiety is going to come. Yeah. But you know, what else comes is joy. Joy does come out of it. Right. Because we, when I can say that one of the things that, that happened this year was I was dreading this. So, okay. I was really, really anxious because part of the reason I was, I went to, back to grad school was so that I could qualify for a promotion. Um, because it was a requirement to have a master's degree to get my job now. Mm -hmm. And so I remember vividly early this early last year thinking sort of dreading getting the job because I was going to miss my children. Mm -hmm. I knew it was going to take a lot more time and I wasn't going to have the freedom to go have lunch with them every day at school or whenever I wanted to. I wasn't going to have the freedom that I had um, back when I was working part time and going to school full time, I wasn't going to have as much freedom to be with them and to hang out with them and to enjoy watching them grow up. And then COVID hit. And it was like, this is sort of a blessing in disguise. I get to be with them. I mean, you know, all the time, all the time. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, it's just, and I think a lot of people have that, have a similar and have a similar story. Yeah. I hope so. Because I think it, it has been, such a gift you know we we've homeschooled our seven-year-old this year and I joke about it a lot because we've you know we have six kids between us but we've never homeschooled before mm -hmm. that has never been on our radar and so I joke a lot about about if we're you know how much therapy he's going to need someday mm -hmm. but but the the fact of the matter is this is a gift that has been so fun even though it has its challenging days and it's days where I, where I think my husband and I both feel like we failed <laughs> miserably, it's going to be something that we look back on and remember and that time that we've had with him, watching him grow that we haven't had to, you know, we haven't gotten to, to um, have it's with the other kids. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just know that um, it's been a weird year, <laughs> right? it's been weird. It's been a blessing. It's been, it's been hard in a lot of ways. And I think a lot of people can say that, um, I've learned how to set new boundaries and, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes I let them down and I have to reestablish and, you know, it's just, it's, it's just a lot. Well, you know, but that's, it's a microcosm. It's like we've had our whole lives kind of compressed into this year. Mm -hmm. We've had a lot of big experiences 
in one year in many mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. Um, and so I, and I think that's why the coaching industry over the last year has just blown up. Yeah. And I think it's because people are trying to figure out, you know, what's the best way for me to stay on top of all of the changes that are happening one on top of the other. Right. And I also think we have to figure out a way forward, right? Mm -hmm. So what do we do with the past year and the lessons that we've learned and the fact that I was dreading the fact that I wasn't going to get to spend as much time with my kids. And then I was forced to like, (laughs) what do we do with, what do we do with that information and how do we move forward? And do we then allow ourselves to set those boundaries? Because we say, you know what? I value the time with my kids and my family. Mm -hmm. And so no, we're not going to do taekwondo and baseball. Mm -hmm. We're going to choose one or the other, Yeah, you know, um, or whatever. And I think those are the kinds of things when we're looking forward from this moment is how do we take what we've learned and how do we take next steps and how do we want our future to look right? You were talking about that in the last podcast. It was, you know, how do you want your future self to be and stepping into that? And so I think that's where we really need to, that's the next step, right? Yeah. So what are some, what are some things that you have, you're already talking about um, making the children choose one activity instead of two, trying Mm -hmm. to, you know, push everything in there. Are there other lessons that you're trying to incorporate as you've moved, as you move forward? I mean, we, now that we have a vaccine, I think we're all beginning to imagine a time when we don't have so much crammed into, into our time and space. So when things go back to some sense of normalcy, what are you going to do differently? I don't know, because I tell you what, with this promotion, I have been working a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I sit in this room early in the morning and I'm here all day. And then I have been working past, you know, my kids walk in and, and I've been really bad about, you know, my husband cooks dinner and then I, I sit in here until dinner time. And then a lot of times I'm coming back in here mm-hmm. and I need to, that's one of those things that I thought I keep telling myself, what am I going to do when I go back to the office? Cause I'm going to have to leave. <laughs> like I have to leave at the end of the day. Uh-huh. And so there's a part of me that's like, I've got to figure that out now. How do I leave at the end of the day? I need yeah. to have a cutoff point. Yeah. So there's things like that. Just, just lessons that we're just yeah. trying to figure out. Setting um, a boundary for yourself. Then it's going to be yeah. one of those things that you're working on. Right. And not allowing my job to literally take over my life. Right. Because I don't want it to, because that's not healthy. Yeah. Right. And a job can't do that anyway. It's not a living, breathing thing. We right. allow it to. I mean, but that's the language that we use all the time. Right. Is it the job took over my life? No, yes. I let it. Yeah. Right. And so with that, by changing it, by saying the job took over my life to saying I let the job take over my life, that gives me that control back. Yeah. It makes me realize that I have control over what I do with my time. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's empowering in that way Mm -hmm. to see that, no, I don't have to work into the night. Now, of course, if there's a deadline or something, then I'll do what I need to do, but you know, yeah. Anyway. 
I think one of the things that um, I have been working on for a couple of years, but that I'm, I'm really starting, I feel like I'm starting to make some, some progress on this in the last year because I've practiced it so much is um, giving myself the grace Mm -hmm. that I would give somebody else Mm -hmm. when, when I don't do it quite right, when I don't have it figured out quite right. Um, I, you know, I think many of us, I'm Gen X or two and I'm older than you, so (laughs) Well, I talk about birthdays this year and, and what might be coming up for me in a few months. But, um, you know, I was not raised um, in a way where I was ever taught to give myself a lot of grace. Um, I judged myself very harshly and never met the standard that, you know, that I had set for myself. And um, one of my very best friends who uh, I went to the PhD program with her and she always, her mantra was, you know, you need to give yourself some grace mm. you need to give yourself some grace. You wouldn't judge me that way. Why are you judging yourself that way? And I think that's one of the things that I've really tried to take, like I said, over the last couple of years, but really I feel like I've made some headway this year because I've gotten lots of practice. Mm at just being okay with figuring things out along the way. It really is the journey. We hear that it's on a mug, you know, whatever. It's a little trendy, (laughs) but it really is the journey that our lives are all about. So what can I learn? What have I screwed up and what am I going to do better next time? Yeah. I mean, grace is so, grace is about giving you something you don't deserve, right? Mm -hmm. It's giving you that space to just be and figure it out yeah, and to not be perfect. Yeah. Right. And it's so important for us to extend that to other people, you know, um, our kids, especially mm-hmm. like I, I think of all the people that have been resilient this year, man, our kids have really stepped it up. Right. Yeah, They have. I mean, I know that I'm supposed to be on them for, for great, for, not grades necessarily, but I mean, I expect a certain level of, of just as a mom, you know, I expect uh-huh. a certain level of, sure, you know, effort, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, I didn't have to do work on a Chromebook when I was in right. school. I didn't have to, you know, do a PowerPoint. I mean, my kids, my nine-year-old can do a PowerPoint presentation. Like it's just, it's, you know, meanwhile, you know, you and I were in fourth grade, like playing Oregon <laughs> trail. Right. What? What was Oregon Trail? I don't even on the the Commodore. Right. (laughs) Come on. So, you know, and my kids actually like Oregon Trail. It's funny. That's hilarious. yeah. Yeah. So I just think they also have, gosh, we have put so much, so much on them. And so I think extending grace as a mom, just being like, you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. And you're just, you're going to do great. You're going to be fine. You mm-hmm. know, I still expect, you know, passing grades and stuff, but yeah, because that also kind of, in a way, I feel like it lets the teachers off the hook too. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> I, so. yeah, I, I can't even, I can't say enough for, um, for elementary school, middle school, high school teachers. I mean, I just can't imagine what their job has been like this year. Mm-hmm. 
and and so I give them they they all get a an A plus in my book for just Absolutely. dealing with this um, this year. So it is all about grace and balance. And um, I guess as we as we wrap it up today, one of the things that I want our listeners to think about is um, is looking back. We don't look back, like I said at the beginning, we don't look back a lot in coaching. But I think over the next week or so, take this time to reflect. How have you been resilient through this year? What have you learned? What have you survived? How have you grown? And really take some time to celebrate that, to um, think about how that's going to affect your journey moving forward. Yeah. We've all, you know, it's, it's been a year. We've heard that more than, more than once. And it has been, but it's been a year full of opportunities for growth. Um, yeah. I, and, uh, I'm yeah, ready we, for a vacation we, for the next year. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but, uh, but I think, you know, I think, I think there's been a lot that we could take from it and learn from it. So for that, I'm thankful. Absolutely. Me too. And I just think, yeah, moving forward, it's just a matter of what can I take from what I learned? You know, what, what we've been through and how do I want to apply what I've, what we've done moving forward and what, what kind of things do I want to change? Mm-hmm. You know, have I created some bad habits that I need to change? Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, we've all done that too. That's or good habits that I want to keep. You know, I mean, right. there's there's a lot of things that go into it. I don't want to just focus on that and bad, but no, no. But know. that's why I think I think that's why I think reflection is so important because it gives a chance. It gives us a chance to examine it as a whole. Yeah, but I really like the idea of putting putting those successes down. What have we done? What have we accomplished in the last year? Yeah, and seeing. I think that's going to be great for your listeners to do. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer. I appreciate you joining me today. Hey, thanks for inviting me. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of fun. Yeah. You're one of, one of my highlights of my week and it's, it's killed me that I haven't been able to meet with you in the last month very often. And so, um, yeah, I appreciate you so much. Well, thank you very much. If, if you're listening to this podcast and you are looking for an opportunity to coach with me, you can look me up at soniagreencoaching.com. Um, and until then, we'll see you next week on the Coach's Cup. Bye. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, thanks. <laughs>